So last week you and I started a brand new series called Get Well Soon. Get Well Soon. Here's a question for you this morning to start our conversation. How is it with your soul? Kwamba, when you look deep within yourself, how is it with your soul? Not such a usual question for us, my 2000. Eh? No, very unusual, I'm sure. But today, if someone came up to you at your office, at the mall, or wherever you got a chance to meet them and asked you, how is it with your soul? You might think that they are perhaps playing games with you or, or perhaps just trying to play tricks on your mind. But perhaps it is a question that uh, we would like to avoid because answering it really forces us to take stock of the health of our souls. It forces us to look within. And many of us love to make up so that we don't have to deal with the very reality of who and what we are. Sometimes that question, how is it with your soul, can often also force you to take off that makeup and be real with yourself, admitting that we might not be well and we might not be where we want to be or where we think we should be. So let's try it today, you and I. I want you to be honest. And if not with me, at least with yourself. How is it with your soul? Would you call yourself spiritually healthy? Are you, are you strong? Are you, are, you, are you good in the faith? Eh? You've put on the full armor of God. You, you are sharp. You're all right. Well, taking care of us, uh, our own spirituality is very important. The Christian care community writes about how it can help us approach life more positively and build a resilience that can help us through many of life's challenges. But then, what happens when the church is where hurt happens the most? But what happens when the church is where our souls are hurt? What happens when the one place we trust our souls to be safe is where our souls are hurt. The people we trust to nourish and refill our souls are the ones who are draining and depleting our spiritual health. One may ask, where do you then go? Where do you go? Being hurt by the church is not something that happens once in a while. We often find people who have been deeply wounded by the family of God. And I can only imagine how this can get to a point where so many children of God are lost. Sadly, we have come to accept that being hurt by the church is inevitable and even normal. So we either stay away or let our hearts become cold. Or just wear our best suits, our best clothes, put on our makeup and just blend in with the crowd even while we are hurt. 
<laughs> Even while you are hurt, you wake up, dress up, and show up because perhaps it has become a part of your norm. Well, today we want to deal with this issue. Today, we want to help you heal from the hurt you might have experienced from the church as we start our healing journey together. You and I, Jay, just me and you. And uh, we would like to, uh, to help facilitate that by having a conversation, specifically when you've experienced disappointment, betrayal, abandonment, and sometimes you struggling to find your way back to God because perhaps you've been disappointed by the very institution called church. On the line, I have uh, Mulepo, admitted uh, attorney, um, anointed pastor, and a member of uh, numerous boards. Good morning and welcome to Capricorn Revival. Good morning. What a pleasure I'm it is. Happy, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so very much for making time. So, man, let's just get straight into the conversation because Bazalwane, they want to know, how can we tell or how do we know that we are spiritually unhealthy? What are the signs? Sure. The signs are numerous. And I think chief among them, well, you know, uh, people are different and they experience spirituality differently, I think. But I think for me, what stands out uh, as a telling sign that we are spiritually unhealthy is when, you know, doing spiritual things is a drag. Mm. You know, you force yourself to wake up in the morning. You force yourself to pray. You force yourself to reach out to people simply because there is no reciprocity, you know, from the people. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Hudira Mutiriti Wamorena, it's no longer a joyful thing. It becomes so layered because even when you are trying to reach out to people, you know, people have got preference even within the churches. Mm-hmm. So you feel like, you know, what you are trying to give bounces back mm-hmm. purely because you are not the preferred candidate you don't look the part or mm. you don't dress the part or you don't speak, you know, with the, I don't know, with the voice of angels, you mm. know, or the certain things and places that you are not seen at, especially within the church. I would say, for instance, according to people. So we become a very legalistic Christians, you know. We become people that do things out of ritual and not out of the love of God hmm. that God has poured out so liberally among all of us. Oh. So we become, um, yeah, we become mechanical in the things that we do as Vanaba So, so we just respond, um, basically. Yeah, man. We, we, we become spiritually toxic as well, you know, to one another. It's like, hmm. you know, you do not do things the way I do them. You do not believe the way that I believe, and therefore, you cannot be with me. You know, it's like Ravanabako crash. You cannot sit with us because you do not believe how we believe. You do not wear what we wear. You do not think the way that we. Do. Wow. So it, it becomes a very hurtful and painful thing to see that even though we are supposed to be children of the same spiritual womb. Mara, you know, hmm. the, the sincerity in relating 
is, is, is demarcated and is categorized depending on how people perceive you and how they think you must carry yourself as a Christian. So it's very conditional relating at the end of the day. Wow, I you like know, The unconditional love mm. of, of, of Christ is very conditions within the church. That has been my experience. Wow. I like how you have yeah. put that so well. So sometimes, and sadly, the spirit is broken in the church as you have elaborated. Yeah. So how right. does the church hurt the individual contributing to an unhealthy spiritual relationship with self and sometimes even with God? Um, you know, uh, my brother, I think people do not understand the extent of um, the importance of being in a, in a in a community of believers called the church. Yeah, yeah. You are at a place where you are so vulnerable because you believe, or you are among kindred spirits. Yeah. You believe, you know, for it. everybody thinks the way that you think. You can say anything, you can be anything, you can speak your truth. And when your truth is turned against you, and you find for it, your confidentiality becomes part of prayer group or even what you have said to the pastor in mm. confidence is a, is, a, is a sermon. You know, you're sitting there, you're listening to the sermon, <laughs> you're hearing everything that you said oh, Jesus. to the pastor or a blow by blow. Mm. It breaks you. It breaks you to a point where, um, you know, some of us have been to therapy because you cannot comprehend or you cannot just live with the fact that this group this group can 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 betray your trust you know mm. we belong to many 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 groups right and when you are at work you really don't care if your uh, your colleague throws you under the bus but what you're again there's a certain standard of behavior that is expected from people who are yielded to the cause. And when that standard of behavior is dropped, yeah. it crashes you to a point where it will take God himself to restore you. Oh, my so goodness. I think that is the problem. Hmm. The, 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 the level of confidentiality has not been respected and people just blurt out people's issues and it's not cool. We should really stop that and we should exercise some you know, emotional uh, maturity and mindfulness. When people confide in you, it means they trust you. Yeah. Just keep it within your chest. So, Bararakawena, they end up talking about you. You're an example. Meanwhile, you were vulnerable and opening up yourself to be restored, exactly. to receive. Kamo, exactly. you become the laughing stock. And that is where yeah. we get hurt. So, tell me, how do we then. How do we get then spiritually healthy? Because obviously if that happens, me, I distance myself. Uh, if I figure out during yeah. my affairs are now becoming yeah. uh, scriptural and uh, they are being used on the pulpit and I'm being attacked on the pulpit, for instance, you, you sort yeah. of draw back. So how can we then get healthy? How, how, how do we approach um, a spiritual health in, in such a vulnerable situation? Um, I think we must go back to basics. We yeah. must go back to being the bride of Christ. We must go to foundational principles of uh, what love is, you know, and uh, we must be sincere with how we relate with one another. You know, trying to be perfect. We are, we are not perfect and we've got issues and I think we need to 
allow people to be human. Yeah. Okay. We are super spiritual. Nobody is super spiritual because the moment you try and suppress how people live on a daily basis and then we expect to, you know, congregate and pretend that we all ate, you know. <laughs> We all had money to come to church. Yeah. So I think the sincerity must come from the pulpit. The pastors and the elders and the deacons must have a discerning spirit to discern, to discern the needs that are in the church. Physical needs, financial needs, spiritual needs, you know? Mm. Everything, all the needs that are supposed to be met in the church must be met. Despite yeah. Yeah. the man you know? There's a fallacy here uh, when we are in Christ, our lived experiences are not the same. And I think pastors must just tell the truth, you know, from yeah. the pulpit. Let's not, let's not sell people hope, but let's give people the word of God. themselves And let the word of God become alive within people. Yeah. We should not have, you know, talk tongues. They must come and give everything. They must give from nothing. You know? And they will never ever get into your bounty. So we must also be sensitive as pastors to say, you know, and they they believe so much in the God that is within you that when you do something to hurt them, they not only lose the membership of the church, but they lose God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lose God, yeah. So, I just think, my plea, um, we should just be sincere. We should love people and use things. In the church right now, people are being used and things are being cherished. So the so we must go back to foundational principles and love people. Yeah. Love people in spite of who they are. Love people in spite of the unlovable part. Cover one another's wrongs and sins and blunders. Wow. That's what the church is about. We should run to the church and not away from the church. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so yes, very much yes. for that. As we conclude, so yes. we are basically saying in a, in a nutshell, the church is a hospital, Shem. We are all sick and our sicknesses are different. Omongu is coughing yes. there. Omongu has got a broken <laughs> elbow. Omongu there has got <laughs> other issues. Let's not judge each other. Let's, let's, let's find a way to help each other heal through our differences. Yes. Man, how do we get in touch yes. with you? Because I'd love to have a, a, a longer conversation with you, but I'm so out of time. How do we get in touch? Uh, my contact details is 083 986 yes 5807 yeah 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 and then I'm also on Facebook I go as I'm also on Instagram, but I can't remember my Instagram channel right now. <laughs> worry, madam. We'll find you. We'll find you, ma'am. <laughs> yes, Thank you so very much for your time. I really appreciate your word, and I hope that we are able to receive it and use it for the season we are in. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. I 